Stanley, please, and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. What's going on, Flames fans? Welcome to episode 17 of Blasty's Corner. Grant Chung here with co-host Chris. Now, Chris, have you ever have you ever had your favorite? Let's say, let's say it's a cookie. You've had your favorite cookie in your hand, and you're about to take a big bite into this cookie. You haven't had this cookie in a long while. Okay, it's been uh, let's say let's say two years since you've had this cookie. Every single time you've gone to get this cookie, for whatever reason, you haven't been able to score getting this cookie. So you go and you take this big bite, and then you end up dropping it on the floor. Can't have oh. that cookie anymore, right? I think that's what Rasmus Anderson must have felt when he fucking just left that biscuit. <laughs> On the fucking oh. ice. The old oh. the old drive-by. The old drive-by, Grant. You know what? He was uh, he was watching that not go in from the corner because he just, instead yeah. of uh, stopping, he just continued into the corner. And I've heard, actually, that you can score a lot of goals from the corner. What about you? Yeah, I think I think when the goalie's down and out, you have a pretty good chance of scoring from the corner. Yeah. And to be fair, to be fair to Rasmus Anderson, he was going pretty fast. I mean, oh, it's hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, Coglin trip. I can't stop. I don't know how to stop on the end. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not about. I'm not about to oh. to you know roast a guy for not knowing how to 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 stop especially when he's going at that high speed like i i can't i just i i like no. i turtle when i go that fast i can't even i don't even know how to stop but um my point being is he was going pretty fast coglin like tripped in the middle of the ice on i, I don't know an invisible stick or something it was a gift um, and yeah we didn't uh we didn't capitalize but you know what no. hey at least that shutout is broken, I suppose. Oh. We hadn't scored in, what, like six periods, they said, on the broadcast Dude, or they, something like they that? They had the timer go up, and I I didn't realize <laughs> how bad it was. Like The timer was at two hours and 16 minutes when Ooh. they popped up, which is two games in a period. And uh, it took a, what, a tip, I guess. You can call it yeah. a tip. Yeah. Um, Rasmus Anderson kind of just shot it at Lindholm and prayed, and it, <laughs> it it went in. I mean, what can what else can you say? It went in the net and uh, ended the, I guess, two game shutout streak for the Las Vegas Knights. Yes. Yeah the the stats don't look pretty. I mean, after that most recent game all time against the Vegas Golden Knights, the Flames are now 0-7 and 0 with well now they've had two extra goals, so I guess nine goals and 26 against. I don't know if they counted all the goals that they That's right. 
No, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Right? Or, ooh, actually, I don't know. That's a good question. I think it would have been uh, not including this game. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, nine goals, 26 against the Vegas Golden Knights. We, I mean, that's just a top team, man. I mean, that's what, oh, that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens when you play the big dogs. Yeah, it is. And, like, they're not having a... They've had a tough start to the year, I guess, for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've I mean, look been at missing a lot list. of players. Yeah, it's yeah, and um, but you can still see it, right? The system, the speed, and the defense. It's uh, the Flames the didn't skill, have the star power. Yeah, the Flames. The Flames didn't have much, to be honest. Like they, uh, I mean, there's a lot of excuses that. Uh, the com the the commentary team threw out there, mm-hmm. and uh, you can take it for what is what it is. But um, no, the Flames were pretty dead. Like for the, through the first two periods, I think the only chance that I remember is the Shillington chance in front of the net, and uh, it was a good chance, but he didn't score. And honestly, it took a lucky bounce to give them some legs, and then the Medjapanic goal was was beautiful. Oh, but, what a snipe! Yeah, I mean. Man. It was, it was a really good goal, but um, other than that, like really, they had nothing. So yeah, the, the Knights are a good team, and we'll see how the year ends up. But I expect them to be a tough out in the playoffs. That's for sure. Because Absolutely. that was a playoff. That was a playoff style game, and I don't know how you felt about it, but I looked at that and I was like, man, that first line is getting shut down again. Like, like nightmares were showing up for me. But I do understand it's only one game and three and four and. And all of that, but you know, once that playoff style hockey comes into play, it's definitely harder to score, and uh, it kind of foreshadowed our ability to score in those situations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was at work today, so I only was able to catch the third period, so I didn't I didn't uh, get to watch the first two. But I mean, that's it's it's all too similar, right, to to what we've been used to. Uh, the Flames kind of get their legs a little, little too little too late. Less than 10 minutes left to go in the third period is is when they decide to turn it on. Um, despite being extremely consistent on the road thus far this season uh, and in the two prior games against the LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks as well. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it did seem like a playoff style, style game and... You know, this this team, this Vegas team, man, is just absolutely stacked. I mean, they just looking at that defense core and, you know, they don't even have Nolan like Nolan Patrick's been out all season. Remember that trade? They made a trade for Nolan Patrick uh, in in the offseason. He hasn't played for them all season. Jack Eichel isn't even there. So, I mean, come playoff time, this this is going to be a way more uh, consolidated Oh man, just just looking at their their center ice is oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, they're gonna have to move some cap as we as we have discussed, but yes, um, still like even with that, like they're adding Jack Eichel to the team, like that yep. team is missing Jack Eichel, which would be the equivalent of the Flames missing Johnny Gaudreau, and if yep. we were missing Johnny Gaudreau, who had an assist tonight again. <laughs> we would not be 15 of five and five. Let me just, let me just say that. Like we would be 
struggling to be in the playoffs probably. So yeah, that team is deep and they are the team. Honestly, I think they're the team to beat in the West. Like there's no other team, even Edmonton, like Edmonton's a two horse team. Um, yeah, I, that, that's a tough team. And even with the injuries, that's a tough team. A two horse team that have has, well, yeah, I'm going to say they've failed in the playoffs. I mean, they haven't shown that they can turn it on in the playoffs as soon as those rules change, right? As soon as guys are able to oh, grab yeah. and hold, they are not, they, they you know, they, there's there's a game plan against against McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, and uh, look, I mean, the stats don't lie. Like, five on five, they're not that good. Straight up, they're not that good. Like, they require power plays to be exceptional and that's just reality and it just comes less in the playoffs like no matter how how you want to spin it what excuses you want to say the calls don't come as frequently in the playoffs that's just how the game has always worked so Mm -hmm. yeah they they haven't had success and that's why because five on five frankly they're you you look at the expected goals for numbers it's less than 50 percent with Drysaddle, I think I don't know about McDavid, but um, that's not good enough, frankly. But anyway, yeah. Well, I mean, you you want to look at their game today against the Kings. They lost five to one. They uh, McDavid got ejected, five minute major for boarding Adrian Kempe. The Kings score three goals, and it's a five one game, five one victory for the for the LA Kings, right? So. It it just goes to show, you know, that like you said, that that team is is a two horse team, and um, you know, you get what you get. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if 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 the rosters are flipped, like I'd be trying to hype up those two as much as possible, right? Because well, yeah, that, that's really sure. like, I mean, what else do you have? Like, sure. As far as the GM goes, like you kind of got to give like props. Like, Dry Saddle's not signed to a horrible contract for what he provides no, offensively. Well, I, absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, McDavid is McDavid, so you got to do what you can do, but, I mean, regarding the Flames, like, yeah, they played the best team in the division tonight as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, we weren't super far off with our predictions, but we were pretty much wrong on all of them. <laughs> oh, I was so close. <laughs> yeah, it we was were close. It was 3-1. I'm like, oh, it's going to be 4-1. Empty net goal, it's going to be 4-1. I'm going to be right. Two and one. Close. Four one loss to the Flames. That's for the Flames. That's going to be, yeah, pretty close. But no. Yeah, Man, Japani ruined it for me. Yeah. What a goal, though. I'm not even mad. Oh, what dude. a goal that was. He's going to get paid so much money. <sighs> I know. It's, it's gross. He has 17 goals, Grant. I know. 16 on the road. <laughs> We're 25 <laughs> games into the season. He has 17 goals. Uh... He's on pace. What is he on pace for fifty plus? More yeah, so, yeah. sixty yeah. plus? He's on. I, I bet he's on pace for sixty plus. Let's well, I mean, okay. Let's I'm, be fair. I'm he gonna can do only, the numbers. He can only seem to score on the road, and we only play forty-one <laughs> road games in the year. Yeah, it's true. So it's true. You know, he'll probably get like forty-one. <laughs> only 41 goals the most goals by any flame ever except for again oh yeah you're right yeah no he's not gonna get paid any money yeah you're right sorry no 
No, he's going to get paid $3 million a year and he'll like it. I wish. No, it's he's bread man's so going to get his bread. He's can you get can paid. you guess what his pace is right now? Just guess. I'm going to uh, probably 60 goals if 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 it's if you're making me guess. It's it's 55. Oh, 55.76. Okay. Okay. But I mean that's I don't I don't think a Gimla ever had that many. So No. No. And I don't think I don't think Manjapani's going to get 55 goals, but <laughs> he's I mean, 13 goals in the last 60 games seems pretty doable for 30. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, he'll get he'll get to 30 definitely. He'll surpass 30 easily. Yeah, and like 30 goal scores are limited to what Johnny Monahan and Lindholm, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't That's think Kachuk scored 30 goals. No, and I don't think uh, Lind. I honestly, I don't even know if Lindholm has for the Flames. For the Flames, no, no, no. Twenty nine. He was one off. Twenty nine was the most. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna have a problem hitting that number. So, yeah, he's gonna get paid. Yep. 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 It's gonna be. I mean. He deserves it. It's well deserved, to be very yeah. honest. Oh yeah, he's a great player. And you know what? We gotta go for it this year, I think. Yeah. We gotta we absolutely do. We gotta make trades, we gotta load up, we gotta go for it. Like 'cause after after this year, like we're gonna be in cap hell. Like Johnny's getting a contract if he signs here. Kachuk as well. Right? Yep. So, yep. Last year of his RFA. And, and Japone. like we we have zero cap space right now, so mm-hmm. <laughs> what, are we, what are we gonna do? I don't know. But... I mean, we're gonna have to get rid of we're gonna have to get rid of Lucic, you know. I think oh. that's the only way. Even though I've been super impressed with Milan Lucic oh. again, I mean, he had a yeah. big game against the LA Kings. Yeah, he was effective in the game against the Ducks. He has been everything that the Flames hoped for when we pried him away from the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, this was the guy, like, this wasn't the guy that Oilers paid for, wanted in paying for um, that seven-year, $42 million contract. But, I mean, we're, we're getting exactly what we needed when we said, okay, let's trade Neil for Lucic. Would you agree with that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the Flames absolutely stole that trade. Yeah. Neil Neil was a dud. Like I mean, I'll I'll be the first one to eat crow. Like when Neil came onto the team, like I thought that was a great signing, to be honest. Yeah. I was like finally a right winger that can play with Sean and John and Johnny. Yeah. Who but, can I score? Mean, he just, who can he just, score? Yeah, who can score? Like a goal scorer. Like that's what everyone was begging for. Yeah. It just didn't pan out, right? Like it just was the speed. It, they just, the styles didn't match up. Like he's still in the league. I think he's on St. Louis now. And I mean, he's still in the league, but I mean, he's not going to be a, a 30 goal scorer ever again. No. Um, I don't think he'd which ever, is, ever I th- be. Which a I think is what the Flames, yeah, which I think is what the Flames were hoping for, to be honest. Like I think they were like, yeah, this guy's going to pot 30 on the right wing of Johnny and Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably what the scouts and Brad thought they were getting. But no. But Lucic, leadership, 
physicality and a little bit of scoring and toughness. Like there's just intangibles with Lucic and man, six million seems like a, or whatever he's getting paid. I guess five something when the Oilers are taking some of that money, but it, it's it's a great trade. Like Neil was not providing any of that, and Lucic Nothing. provides all of it. And I know we've discussed the idea of moving Lucic because he has a, such a high cap hit, right? But yeah, man, that guy is, he is the leader of the team. Like, I mean, I think it would be foolish. I don't know if the cap space justifies moving him. And my opinions kind of changed on that over the last, you know, few weeks, but uh, it's, he provides so much. He, he feels, he feels like a glue piece to me. And, Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if if you trade him before the playoffs. I don't know if that's a good move, to be honest. Even though you may get a little bit extra scoring theoretically, yeah, on paper, like I don't know which. I think you will, like, sure, regular season scoring, but like he is a to me, he is a glue piece that brings the group together. I think he's, I mean, just based on interviews and you know, fan perspective. Like I don't have an insight on the locker room or anything, but he feels I'm sure they love him. Yeah. Like that's what, yeah, Yeah, I'm sure they love him. He feels loved. Yeah. And you lose a piece like that, that affects the room. Like, absolutely. It just just does like, you know, yeah. So, and not even, not even, um, not even just the team, but the fans love him too. Right, I mean, oh yeah. As soon as he touches the puck at home, it's luge, right? Like, oh yeah. I fucking yell luge when when I'm at yeah. the game and when um, I'm at home. Even fuck, like it's just fun to call. It's just yeah, fun think to of scream. the playoffs, right? Like think of the yeah. playoffs. Like yeah, that's gonna be. I mean, he scores in the playoffs. That's that's a he, it, It's just a boost. It's momentum. It's intangible. Like you can't pinpoint it on a stat or anything it's just that's what he provides and i think you need that for a long playoff run i really do so yeah i don't want to trade him i i just don't but you got to find someone to trade i think yeah i mean it's i i think it's it's either going to be him or or monahan and at this point i think i think monahan's probably going to be the one who goes frankly yes i i agree because like while he is improving Lately, finally scored, I believe, five on five. Mm. I think it's his first, like, it was against the Kings, right? No, uh, first, against the Ducks. The Ducks. His first five on five points of the year, I yeah. think. <laughs> Halfway, <laughs> quarter way through the season. Yeah, tough. But look, I mean, yeah, he, he's had a tough start, and um, that cap hit is hurting us. Like, it's only six million, but. We're, we're like like we've talked about we're up against it so yeah yeah i think he could be on the way out and or like a name comes to mind dube who i mean he's had a, a tough year mm-hmm. so far i'd say but still loads of potential yeah like i think we could still get a good piece for dube and honestly like <laughs> this could be our year like we kind of have to go for it like it, realistically it may not be the best and this is just my view, but this that may not be the best asset management, but like you kind of have to trade some prospects to add a player. 
Yeah, but who who's out there that would be worth pursuing is is the that's, issue. I mean, you know, that's you get the wizard's job, not mine. You can get that's <laughs> yeah, true, I guess. But I mean, you yeah. you you get uh, the guys that we talked about last time. Um, there's Kessel and and there's Forsberg and Forsberg's having is on a tear since he's been back from his injury. Um, the Nashville predators look like they're going to be in the playoff hunt. So, you know, they're not going to be looking to get rid of some guy that's in their top six who can, right. Oh no. Like if this continues, you would think Forsberg's out of off the block theoretically. Yeah, exactly. Like if they're in the playoff hunt in any sort, any manner, like they are gonna keep Forsberg. That's just, exactly. He would be my top pick. Like Forsberg is a is a good player, but um, I don't know. Like I just see like Lewis Richardson in the lineup still, providing mm-hmm. zero offense, literally. Yeah. And I'm like, we can improve on that. Even minor improvements, they will help the team. You know, so like we we're going like. We've talked on this podcast quite big, but I feel like we can go smaller and still get a little bit of a bump depth-wise. No, I don't know who that is. I haven't looked, but like, we don't really need, like, we could go for a 40-point score. That's a bump on Lewis and Richardson, who are 10 to 20-point scores. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just... Again, who do we go after? Who's going to be available? Like, you know, it's it's a very specific need that the Flames have. And there aren't a lot of right shot right wingers out there, surprisingly. I don't know why. It, it just looks like everybody who's talented is a left winger. Well, not I shouldn't say everybody who's talented. Everybody in the NHL is talented. Who, who, who am I kidding? Um but like you know, a- any guy that uh, that could fit in the team is you know we we need a right winger. We need a guy who can shoot right, right? Simple as that. A guy who can shoot right and score. A guy who can shoot right and score. Yep. So you, you know you can't you don't you can't just find that. <laughs> I mean, you could anyway. It's it's like you said. I suppose that is a. That is a job for the wizard, and it's not something for us armchair GMs to to come up with the solution. But um, I, I would say one bright side that came out of this loss, the Vegas Golden Knights, is that I won my fantasy week at least, which is pretty sweet. Um, my buddy has in uh, the Zosha Cup. In the Zosha Cup, yes. Jacob Markstrom was his only remaining player. I had Johnny Gaudreau left, but um, I was only up by about six points. Oh, that's uh, good. I, I think I've been destroyed the last uh, few weeks here. and I'm You're not doing so hot, league. buddy. No. You're, no. you're not doing so hot. I guess that's what happens when you uh, last-minute invite me to... <laughs> <laughs> no, no prep time. <laughs> Winging it. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would give you that if 
you also weren't near the bottom of the other league that you commissioned. So, I mean, this, this uh, is just I'm telling climbing. me... This but is just telling me. This hey, is just hey, telling hey. me that it's 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 not hey. it's not an aberration. It's a. <laughs> hey. I'll I'll tell you my weaknesses for this year. I rated, mm. I rated, Jacob Chitrin too high. Yeah, that no was kidding. A weakness. No kidding. Um, that was a big mistake, and I'm gonna take that and learn. Minus minus twenty five, Jacob Chitrin. <laughs> you mean? I rated Darnell Nurse too high. I'm going to take minus that. 28. Sorry. Jakob Chicker minus 28 and learn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but however, however, on the other league, uh, I will say on my draft list, I accidentally rated blocks as uh, one point on my uh, scoring system. So I <laughs> missed, <laughs> which no. I mean, it doesn't, it seems minor, but that actually is not minor. That can really, no throw you for a, uh, your list for a loop so yeah i had need, some you... wild picks out there and <laughs> I, honestly that's why because i had blocks ranked as one and it gave some people and i even i was looking at the list i'm like man that looks weird but i mean that's the list i mean i gotta trust my own scoring right gotta trust my own my own stats and, oh my uh, I god noticed, i noticed it after i'm like oh they're only point one. i think it, they're point one point two Point two. two. So you so need five, five to make many. one. Yeah. 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 It's tough. So <laughs> that's my excuse. But I will say, I will say I'm climbing. I'm seventh now. I'm seventh. And I have 27 points tonight. And I don't know how many people have more than me. Let me look. I mean, I've got 28. Well, so you don't already. Care. I'm talking about ahead. Madison. Madison. Oh, she has 40. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna do you wanna maybe tell the listeners how how many points back you are from from top spots? I'm three hundred points back, yeah, okay, which is yeah. a hefty number, by the way. That is hefty. Yeah. Just because, like, this is why I don't like points leagues, just total points leagues completely. Even though I'm commissioning this league, you're the commissioner. Uh, change it. I know. Well, I can't just change it. You know, you need oh a league majority. I'm gonna throw a vote out there next year, but. Once you find behind, once you fall behind the eight ball, it's tough to climb back. Just you can't because, get back. Like I've been climbing, and I have, like, if you look at my roster, I have a lot of good players on my team. In my opinion, like, yeah. I made changes, but like, it's the still keepers could be better. It's still, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I have no one in the top ten, which is a big problem. I was talking to Austin. I was talking to Austin about it, and none of the viewers—I guess all the viewers—will know who Austin is at this point. But I mean, he's—he's—he <laughs> is our viewership. I mean, that's—that's yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. hi, Austin. Hi, Austin. <laughs> uh, I mean, we were like comparing teams, and he's like, "Rose," and he's like, "Oh, you—you you have good players. You rank this, you rank that, you rank that." I'm like, "Yeah, but my keepers, my keepers. <laughs> Crosby's ranked 500." <laughs> Like that's that's bleak, you know. Like it's once you fall behind eight ball, it's so hard to come back. And I'm out of the bottom. I was ninth for a while. I think like two weeks, literally. Yeah. Um. Now I'm seventh, but it is tough. It is so tough to come back. We'll see. It's a long season. There's still sixty games left, but let's see. We got what twenty weeks, maybe thirty weeks, and I have to gain. 10 points a week on the leader to come back. 
That's a lot. Thomas it doesn't seem Austin's, like a lot, but it but it does. Austin's it team is. is just too good, man. It's too fucking good. Well, who's he, he got? got? He got another 36 points tonight. Yeah, he has 36. Yeah. It's just got fucking Braden Point and Evgeny Malkin chilling. Oh, he has, he has Mangiapane. Yeah. Hedman, Hedman's and a Forsberg good one. and Kaprizov and Marcheseau. Timo Meyer. Adam Fox, Victor Hedman. Yeah, I mean, Pasternak. I didn't even I didn't even mention Pasternak. He has good players, but I mean, I look at that team. I'm like, yeah, they're good, but they've he's been good all year. Just, they've been good. Just... They've been good all year. That's the problem. Like, yeah, uh, that's what you need. You need in our league. You need consistent production. Yeah. So, and he's had it. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll like see. Every what... time. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, Austin. I tell you what. what I you? tell you what. I will get what, there. Fourth? You're fourth I'm right second. Now? I'm second. I've been second all year, bro. Oof. Oof. I'm coming for you. Nah. Seventh coming for second. I'm going to nah, do it. Like, like You're 200 points behind me. Pfft, oh, even. but I've had some sneaky good pickups. Let me just list them off here. I'm going to list off the pickups. Just pickups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ryan Hartman. Mm-hmm. He's ranked what thirteenth overall this year. That mm-hmm. was a free agent pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on here. Um, shit, shit. I'll counter you with Troy Terry. Shillington, Shillington. I picked. Yeah, him. after I picked him up and well, dropped I mean, him. I, why did you drop him? That's a big mistake. Um, I dropped him because of <laughs> Evan Bouchard, actually. Okay, that's fair. He's been pretty good. Uh, Tony D'Angelo, I picked up. He's injured right now, but he's yeah. You took a, him from me solid. too, actually. I was I was going for him. Um, and Todd Bertuzzi, I also picked up. Todd Bertuzzi, okay, but he's still unvaccinated and yeah, can't leave Detroit. COVID. He's got COVID, and then he yeah. misses any Canadian games, but. Uh, all that considered, he's ranked 66th, and that's pretty good. I mean, sure. he's he's top player when he plays. The problem is he only plays 30% of the games because mm-hmm. he's a Trump-loving mm-hmm. anti-vaxxer. Wow, we don't know if he loves Trump. Like, come I, on. Well, I bet he would vote for Trump. <laughs> I mean, just based on the evidence that I provided, Grant, right. I think he's a Trump voter. Well, let's anyway. let's. I, I will counter all of those moves that you just said with my own pickups, and I'll okay, go with see. Anthony Declare and Horrible Bobrovsky. Pickup. Horrible pickup. Yeah, great Florida's pickup, gonna, you mean? Florida's gonna fall off. Nah, nah, they're yeah. too good, dude. They're, they're doing not. this without Barkov. They have Sam Bennett. Yeah, who I drafted the by the way. So yeah. now I got Duclair playing with Bennett. I got mm-hmm. Bunting that I picked up off the waiver wire to pair with Austin yep. Matthews. Yep. Okay. I picked up Clayton Keller. Mm. Moritz Cider I picked up. That's an Arizona pickup. <laughs> Moritz Cider. Hey, somebody's got to score in Arizona. Chandler that's Stevenson a, I picked that's up. That's what I thought. That's what I thought with Titrit. I'm like, someone's got to score, right? Like, he's still going to score. It's just <laughs> they don't score. Yeah, buddy. So. He's minus 28. That's why. It's because he plays 60 minutes a night. He doesn't leave the ice. Yeah. Well, Jordan Cairo I picked up. That's a good pickup. Chandler Stevenson I picked up. These guys, man. Chandler Stevenson you just hyped as a good pickup. What's his rank? He's got 91 points. 
He does not have 91 points. He has 91 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, fantasy points. That's all that matters. Well, is that total? Who cares about actual points? Fantasy points is what this this league is. is... It's more than Crosby. I'll tell yep. you that. Yeah, Crosby's exactly. only got 40. Yep. But Crosby's only played like, what, 10 games? So. Hey, you know what? I'll give you, because you're a good friend, I will trade you Chandler Stevenson for Sidney Crosby one for one. <laughs> Let's do it. How's that sound? Yeah, throw it to me. Yeah, yeah center winger, center winger eligibility. Yeah, yeah right? wow. Oh my He's god. Flexible, so He's flexible, bro. He's flexible. It's not like they have any centers, you know, waiting in the wings. I call uh, Carlson, who just came. Like, what is he a fourth liner? Like, you're done. That's a horrible pickup. He's he's gonna get you zero points. Well, I'll ride him until I'll ride him until he's. <laughs> Out of the top line spot, pick up another guy who's getting in hot, who's coming in hot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Good luck. Easy, 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 easy. But I, I think we've we've trailed off from from was the flames. A bit of a sidetrack. Yeah, just just a little bit of a tangent. But fantasy hockey sidetrack. Fantasy hockey sidetrack. So let's um, take a quick break. Since yeah, we need to take a break. And then we'll come back with hopefully more show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer's restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Chris, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean... Should we talk about Vancouver? Yeah, yeah. We could talk about (laughs) Vancouver. I'm happy to talk about Vancouver. Uh, Let's do it. They're in our division, so... Yeah, it's... it's, Yeah, I think think that's, uh, that's a good excuse. I mean, what else can you say about the Flames? Great, great road trip so far, right? Hey, Take I mean, two games two out of one. the Western Conference or the 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 Western they win, road they trip. Win, they win two out of every three. That's a sixty-six win percentage. Yeah, which uh, if you convert to points is one hundred and eight points. So sick. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you yeah. can't really complain about the Flames. Any 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 part of them. So. 
help. Absolutely not. Especially now we've gained ground on McDavid and his Oilers. They still have, I believe, two, maybe one game in hand now. Um, two games. But they still have to two get games. three points. Yeah. yeah. They have to get three points, yeah. So. so, you know, we're in a good spot. And successful road trip so far. Still stupid that they ended up playing in Cal- in la and then anaheim and then in vegas and then they're going back to san jose yeah i don't know why the fuck they're doing that on tuesday we need to have a word with the schedulers like because that really makes no sense like why are they going to vegas and then back up to california like what what is the point like why it's dumb wasting air miles wasting fuel it it literally makes no sense i i need yeah, anyway. Um the Flames have had a tough schedule. Like no one kinda considers their their schedule, but they've had a rough like any other team, if they had the schedule, would be complaining. Like let's be honest. They've had a shit ton of road games, a lot of road trips. Like the only other team that had I think is the Islanders, but they were yeah. having their arena built. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's the only reason. Like the flames and the Kraken, I guess, and the Kraken. Yeah, the flames started late, and then they're like, "Oh, let's cram a bunch of road games in." Yeah, all in a super tight time frame, and let's see how they do. Like I, I really, honestly, I feel. It. Yeah, <laughs> give them, give them five, give them five <laughs> separate occasions where they've had to play three games in four nights. Oh in the yeah, first quarter of the season. There's no, there's no comparison. There's no. no it's yeah, it's a tough schedule. Anyway, Vancouver, lead it yes. off. What did they do today? Well, uh, they just fired Travis Green with no warning and immediately replaced them with Bruce Boudreau after the Canucks fans had enough. They've had enough. Oh yeah, of Travis Green and Jim Benning. They got their wish last night because they were chanting "Fire Jim Benning." During that game, who do they play? Was it was it the Penguins? Did they play? Yeah, they played the Penguins. I think it was the Penguins. Yeah, yeah, they got roasted by the Penguins. I wasn't close. I don't believe. I, yeah, I believe it was. It Hold was something on. like that. It was. Um, oh, only four one. But oh. four. The shots were forty four twenty three. So they were just getting peppered, probably. Yeah, the whole night. So yeah, so they lost four to one. Somebody threw their jersey. Onto the ice, Brian Dumoulin was kind enough to send it back over. Um, just it's stupid. Why, why, why throw your jersey? That thing's expensive. Hey, you know what? Like, I, I understand. Like, as a fan, like, how much power do you have? Like, they don't listen to like what forum talk. They don't give a shit. Throwing the jersey on the ice is like a one. It's a sign, like the fan base has had enough. Like if a fan is willing to throw a three hundred dollar jersey on the ice, you know that there's there's a level of frustration. The Flames have done it, I believe, in their like, a few years ago where they've had a tough year. Um, where you know, like expectations are not met, and I think it's kind of a scum. It's not a great move, but also like you know, as a fan, like we're paying a lot of money to go look at this team. And that team had expectation this year. Yeah. And they have not, they're not even close to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like they're at the not bottom of the close. league. They were supposed to be, there were, there were rumors that they were like, not rumors. I guess they were like projections that they would be at the top. Right. 
like top of the Pacific Division. So yeah, it's going to be frustration. And as a fan, I think it's a. I, I wouldn't ever do it myself personally, but when I see it, I'm like, that's a message. Like it's a message from the fan base. So there's the one fan that that does it, but it shows the players, the management, coaches that hey, like we're done with this. Yeah. Yeah, you make a good point. You you do make a good point. And it is their money. They can do whatever they want with it. Uh, and yeah, I guess, yeah, I never thought about it that way. You know, like how how can you really make the team and the owners listen to what you're saying? And the jersey toss is is the way to do it. I mean, like you can only scream. I mean, we all know what Canucks Twitter is like. Um, we all know how toxic it is, and I mean nobody. It gets to the point where nobody listens to it anymore, uh, except for other Vancouver fans who just like pain, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I I I see where you're coming from, and and that does make sense. But I mean, yeah, I I guess they shouldn't have let their number one goalie and their number one defenseman walk. I suppose. Shocker, yeah, like wow. <laughs> Markstrom and Tanev, who who have both been stellar for us. Absolute I mean, let's be honest, like they would be a different team if they if they're like Canucks right now, but studs. Um, yeah. No, Markstrom's been fantastic. I mean, I think a little bit of a rough well, not a rough game today, but um look, it was a three two game. And uh I think he could have had one of those three. So but anyway, he's for the year he's been fantastic. So no complaints for me. But yeah, I can't let those guys go. And got the what who did they so who did they let go today? I think they let go there. Their they general fired, manager. Yeah, they fired Jim Benning the after after see I, I I'm not too sure what happened here. So they announced Travis Coach Green's first. replacement first. Yeah, they announced yeah. Travis Green replaced by Bruce Boudreaux. Which is a great hire, by the way. Great hire. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's never been to the finals, though. So he's no, but he's, he's never had all, a losing season. Though. Always had regular season success. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which is good. Um they're in a pretty big hole, but Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't expect him this year. This year is gonna be tough. Like, but I think he's He's an offensive guy, right? Like Capitals, and I think he had the Wild, yeah. and he turned them into an offensive team. So, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I they have talent on that team, but they just can't do it. So, anyway, who else do they? Their assistant coach and assistant GM and GM, or was it just the GM? Who, who I think they, yeah, I think they just cleaned house. <laughs> they <did>. uh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I wanted the Flames to do, to be honest. But yeah. We're top of the league right now, so I can't really Both general manager Jim Benning and head coach Travis Green were fired. I think it was just I think it was just the two of them. Top assistant coach Nolan Baumgartner departs with Green and Bruce Boudreaux will be officially introduced Monday as a new head coach. Scott Walker, who left the team's player development department three years ago, is also joining the coaching yes. staff. So he's coming back, I suppose. It says um, it says the the link I'm looking at says Canucks fire Benning, Weisbrod, yeah, Green, Weisbrod and Baumgartner. Yeah, four people. Yeah, 
which is substantial. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like they, they played so well. Um, I mean, they didn't play great in the bubble because of that COVID break, but um, like they, they played so well the year before, like they were a surprise team. They were up and coming. Um, <laughs> and they let Tanev and Markstrom walk and they've been basic kind of a tire fire ever since. But I mean, I don't know what's worse to be honest right now, being a Canucks fan or being a Montreal Canadiens fan, which I, the Canadians are my second team. I will admit, uh, they have had a hard time this year as well. I mean, going from friggin' Stanley Cup final last year to a six seventeen and three record this year is, yeah. I mean, they're they're more dismal than than the Vancouver Canucks right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, the Canadians have had a rough go of it. Good year to do it, though. You know, you're but, putting yourself in the in the sweepstakes for Shane Wright, who's supposed to be, you know, a really good player, right? Yeah, but it's it's interesting though, right? Because you look at how important goaltending and the defense is. I mean, both teams, Montreal and Vancouver, lost their top goaltender their top all-world goaltender, right? Carey Price, all-world goaltender. Jacob Markstrom, all-world goaltender. And their top defensive... Or, and their top defenseman, you know? Um, the Habs lost their captain, Shea Weber. Shea and Weber. Yeah. 30 walked. minutes. That's 30 minutes a night you're losing. Yeah. So, like, you're losing 30 minutes on, on the defense alone. You're losing 30 minutes of a top two defenseman. Yeah. You cannot replace it. And you're li- you're missing you're losing yeah. sixty minutes of a top end goalie too, and, and right? A top like, end goalie, like it, it's just not replaceable. Like, and the flame, like the flames, as an example, look what it's done to them. Yeah. Like, without goaltending this year, the flames would not be fifteen five to five. Without Mm-mm. without Tanev, the flames would not be fifteen five to five. Like Tanev has solidified any pairing, any defensive partner that he's been with. So, yeah, yeah, you lose those two players, Vancouver is going to be bad. Montreal is going to have a tough time. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, do you think that's why they call them studs? You know, like when you're hanging up a painting and they tell you, (laughs) okay, you got to make sure that you nail it into the stud so that it stays up, (laughs) right? Otherwise, if you just nail it in the fucking drywall, it's just going to, right? Like it's just solid. Solid. It holds them up. Right, yes. like it holds the painting up. It keeps yes. it from falling down in the standings. I, I just know. thought. I just. I just realized just that. I had no that? idea. That it's, makes yeah, sense. It, yeah, it makes, it makes sense. sense. I don't know. Is, is, you know, like that could be why they're called studs. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna come yeah. up. I think that's. I think that's the reason. That's that's my reason. You're doing it from now it. on. Yep, that's it. Hey, all right. That's. I'm, that's what I'm gonna tell people. That's what I'm gonna tell. But yeah, uh, crazy, crazy sweep going. I mean, this, this, the the Habs also fired Bark Bergevin, right? Um, 
they've hired Jeff Gorton to be VP, executive VP, I guess. They're I doing something different, though. So. I don't know how I feel about firing Bergeron. Yeah, I don't, it, it wasn't. They made, it to the fi- they made it to the finals last year. I know. Yeah, I, I thought that was a little scapegoaty so, on, on Jeff so, Wilson's part. He, oh, yeah. So you're saying it's the GM's fault? <laughs> that their it, top uh, goaltender decided to put his mental health first and enter the player assistance yeah. program and yeah. that their captain literally broke his body. Yeah. And yeah. had to be injured. I, look, on, I mean, place him in the long-term injury reserve. Firing in the GM there makes no sense. What's he yeah. supposed to do? He yeah. had a team that made the final last year. Yeah. If I was a GM going into <laughs> the summer from a team that almost won the cup, I'm not making a ton of changes, to be honest. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the group that we have. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Like, that, that seems pretty. Yeah, I think that's to, fair. To me, but, uh, like, yeah, they're, they're fairly young. Like, yeah, okay, Weber's a little bit, you know, up there, but they're not, he's still not out of it. And same thing with Price. Yeah. Those are, well, this is the thing. This yeah. is the thing, right? Like you, you placed a ten and a half million dollar goaltender on the IR. You placed yeah. a seven point eight five seven million dollar captain defenseman on the IR. Yeah. Like, how are you yeah. going to? Like, what are you going to do? Can't. You can't bring someone in. No, they're not just sitting on the waiver wire. <laughs> they're not sitting free agents. You know, like, you know, the best players in the league. You know, that can just fill those holes. No, you can't. Like right. It's not Bergevin's fault at all. He should not have been I don't think he should have been fired. I think it's a ridiculous decision. I think he was a good GM. I think he is a good GM. Yeah. He was you saw him in the playoffs last year. He was with the team. Like he was down by the benches, yeah. you know, celebrate I think it's a big mistake. I don't like the decision. But yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not an owner of a hockey team, but yeah, I think it's a weak I think it's a weak move. I don't I don't know. I yeah, I didn't. I'm not, didn't I'm not like even it. a fan. I'm not even a fan of the team. I actually hate the Habs, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you love you love them. I don't know how. As a, I don't know how you could be a Flames fan and a Habs fan at the same time. That would, must be spirit splitting. But um, it's not. They're in different conferences. They barely play uh, each other. It's yeah, fine. They hate they hate each other. I mean, and, uh, maybe back time, in the eighties. Every time the the Habs come to the to the Saddle Dome or. You know, they just oh, they take over. They're like a weed. Oh, their fans are everywhere. Yeah, they're so. everywhere. I mean, that's what you get for I being the them. oldest team, one of the oldest teams in the league. <sighs> I mean, that's just that's just that's just yeah. how it is. And you know, the argument is hard to argue. Like twenty six. Oh, we've won twenty six cups. Oh yeah, yeah. Like twenty years, what forty <laughs> sixty years ago? You know, when there was only six teams in the league. Yeah, Actually, the last time the last time they won was in '93. I know, I know. Yeah. They were the last in the, again. Years ago. You have the argument built in. It's like, oh, we were the last Canadian team yeah. to win the cup. Blah blah blah. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, Grant. <laughs> God damn. Well, but that that's besides the point, right? <laughs> At this point, it's just I, I I I did not. Yeah, like you, I did not re- agree with the Bergevin firing, I think it had partly to do with, um, I think maybe Molson got the feeling that uh, Bergevin didn't want to come back. Cause I think he was on the last year of his deal and maybe they talked extension. I, I don't know. This is all just speculation, but um, I had maybe heard, I had heard some, some reports that maybe Bergevin was kind of on his way out 
or wasn't willing to talk extensions. So, you know, that made the decision easy for Jeff in that sense, right? Because then he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to let you go because that's the best way, quote unquote, to make change in the organization. But yeah, I, I don't think they should have. It wasn't his fault what happened this year. But it, I no. would say Benning was, I mean, you know, I talked to, I've got some Did buddies living in Vancouver. They're pretty we big both. Vancouver Canucks fans. So, oh, who? who? Uh, I don't think you've met them. Um, one of them is named Sterling. And no. John, actually, my, my buddy John, who John is, Braun? yes, he is a Habs fan, but he's, since he's lived in Vancouver, he has slowly, but surely, even though he he's so, actually he doesn't deny it anymore. He doesn't. He's he's openly he's saying that he's a fan. Yeah, he's openly. Wow. He was yeah. on the podcast uh, a couple years ago. Different podcast, but yes, yes, he was. Um, shout but yeah, out. shout out. Uh, but yeah, so he they they both are happy, obviously, with the Benning and Travis Green dismissal. Um, but yeah, I mean it's. He had, uh, I, I think Benning was known for drafting. I mean, he got Pedersen, I suppose. <laughs> Benning, I don't know what Benning is known for. I think, I think drafting why, is his biggest thing. What? Like, I always question, I always question the, the amount of credit that goes to a GM for drafting. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. It's mostly you know, scouts, too, right? It's the scouts, yeah. Like, I think it only affects the GM negatively. Like you can either take your scouts advice and just stick to their list or you can kind of go off a whim. Okay. Why is brought and select Mark Jankowski? Um, <laughs> it's going to be the next stars, the best center of the draft um, in 10 years type type pick. Um, yeah. Look, I, yeah, I don't know how much drafting goes in. I think as a GM, you have to let your scouts um, do the work, even even into the first round. Um, but hey, I mean, I'm not again, I'm not in the industry, so I don't really know. I'm just a fan, a hardcore fan, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, Dim Jim, that's his nickname. He makes some uh, interesting decisions, like letting mm-hmm. Marshall Montanov go. Yeah. Um, even when he talks to the media, you you question the man, <laughs> like how much he actually. Like, it's like they pick. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm like, how did this guy like? He just like, did they pick him off the street? Like, did he just like? <laughs> he kind of looks like a hockey GM, and they're just like, yeah, let's just let's just pick this guy. Like, this is our like, guy. That's him. Seems to be. He seems to be good. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm a Flames fan, so maybe I'm. Uh, this is a biased opinion, but like some of those interviews <laughs> that I hear of him, especially at the draft day or you know whatever free agency, I just laugh because I'm like this guy. I don't know. I think I could do that. I think I could be him <laughs> and uh, get paid the same amount of money and and, and have no le- no worse results basically. Yeah. But, um, hey, I, I I like seeing Canadian teams do well. Actually, and overall, like I think I would like to see a cup in Canada, no matter who has it, even um, if it's the Oilers. No, no, no. no even no, no. if I, I just I don't hate. Don't get that envy out there. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, no. I know, I know. But honestly, I hate the cup in in the in the states. I do. 
think it'd be really good for the game if it would hit Canada again. Because, like, the hype that a Canadian team in the playoffs and the finals gives is huge. Like, yeah, alone. but... Like, viewership I mean, I, alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But... I feel good about the fact that Canadians are like Canadians are winning it, like, and they're big parts of those Stanley Cup winning teams. I guess. I mean, you know, yeah, Tampa, like Stamkos, Point, those are all Canadian guys. I, yeah, yeah, sure. But this cup is still in Tampa. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> it's still there. I suppose. Anyway, they don't get taxed in Tampa, so. Uh, I yeah, you know? I, yeah. There's yeah, there's there's some other minor things in the league that influence players to go certain places, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm biased. I'm probably a minority on this on this choice, and I I acknowledge that. Like, not a lot of people think the way I do. I, I just like seeing the cup in Canada. <laughs> Um, I usually root for a Canadian team over any other team, even if it's the Oilers. If the Flames are out, I should say. If the Flames yeah. are still in the hunt, I will, do not want the Oilers to win, yeah. um, unless it could potentially result in a Flames-Oilers series. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy for a cup in Canada as long as it's not in Edmonton. That's that's just my. What about Toronto? Toronto's uh, Toronto's fine, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I at this point, that. at this point, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm more okay with it in Toronto than I'd much rather it in Toronto than in Edmonton. I mean, but yeah, if it could be me. any other city. It'd be like it'd probably be like Edmonton last, <laughs> Toronto. When's, when's last, last time they? When's the last time they won this? Sixty nine, I think. Toronto? Yeah, I have no idea. Who knows? Who cares? 19, I think it's nineteen sixty nine. I think it's maybe been, or you know, 50 some odd years. Maybe. Look, I, I'm going to Google like, it. Hold on. People talk about the Leafs way too much. I'm just, I'm just sick of it. That's, that, that's honestly the only reason why I don't want it in Toronto or in, or in Edmonton. That's the reason why I, I don't want to hear about it. Like it, I, I already hear about them enough and they've done nothing. You know what I mean? Like they haven't won anything. 67. Neither team has won anything in the league. Since '67, and I don't even know when the Oilers won it last. It wasn't '93. '80s, and over the 90, thirty years. I think in '89, '90 they won the cup. Yeah, it's been over thirty years, but they're still going to be talked about because yeah. they've got McDavid. Toronto's still going to be talked about because they have Matthews and Marner yeah. and Nylander, yeah. right? Like that's that's the, that's the only reason I don't want the cup there is because I I don't want to fucking listen to that. Like it's it's it's. <laughs> It's inane. Like they just talk about it all the time. They just hype oh, yeah. it up, and it's like, it's just I don't know. I'm getting fired up. It's just annoying, you know. And it, it's just annoying for me. It is annoying because like smaller market teams, like the Flames, don't get don't get that attention even when we have a superstar. Like, no. Throw. Yeah. This is what I. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like like the, the Minnesota Wild have won their last five games straight. They're tied. We're tied with the Minnesota Wild for most points in the Western Conference. Have I heard a peep about the Minnesota Wild? No, because I watch Sportsnet, and Sportsnet is owned or Sportsnet is in Toronto. It's a Toronto-based company, and you know that's all. That's all they talk about. It's either Toronto Maple Leafs or oh, look what McDavid's doing! Oh my God, the kid, the Canadian kid from Ontario. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's 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 terrible. And, and I don't know what it's like for if if we have any people 
listening in the states. I don't know if that's like that down there. Um, who do we got in the states? Who, who? I guess Chicago would be the kind the, the uh... team that everybody talked about. Like, I don't know if I, I don't think that's well. Maybe that's still the case, but um, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know, honestly. And and like I look at all these power rankings uh, on like other sites, and I mean Calgary's nowhere near the top, even though we should be. Um, Minnesota's nowhere near the top, even though they should be. Like, yeah, it like it doesn't make any sense. It's all pedigree, right? Like, you have to do it. You have to. You can't be a one. A, uh, you can't be a one-off team, right? But Flames, I mean, Flames missed the playoffs last year. Did many make it last year? I don't even know if they did, or they were on the bubble. I think they were on the bubble. Yeah. 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 It's always like a. Well, I mean, they're good right now, but is it a hot start? You know, is it a is it a flash in the pan? You know, you kind of need to do it for. But isn't that why power rankings are there? Because you're taking stock of all the hot teams that are coming up, instead yeah. of just oh well, this team's been good for the past three years, so they better put them in the top five. <clears throat> yeah, even though they're I, terrible this year. I, I think like, uh, I think the hockey guy. To hype up another YouTube, oh, a YouTuber. Shout he, out. He he has pretty good. Uh, he has pretty good power rankings. I think he had the Flames ranked pretty high, top ten for sure. Yeah, I mean, we better be in the top ten, but it should be <laughs> we, higher. We, we were number one in the league before this game, I think. So, or no, yesterday. no, no, no. Yesterday, we we had the most points in the league not too long ago, a couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah. But we got Florida and yeah, Florida, Toronto, Washington all have Toronto and Washington have 36. Florida's got 37. The Rangers have 35 along with us and Minnesota. Wow. The Rangers are having a good year. Yeah. They just had five straight games win. That Um, helps. (laughs) We've got more points than Tampa Bay even. Yeah. One game in hand, but yeah, yeah. the 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 thing that I look at is plus minus, like goal differential. Yeah, I think we're tops in the league. Um, yeah, plus 30. thirty goals plus thirty. Minnesota's ninety two seventy one. That's twenty one. Or right, the the best team is yeah. Florida and Washington one and two. They're at plus twenty six. Yeah, and we're at plus thirty. Yeah, when when, um, when you talk about good teams, that's usually the the stat that like analysts look to. They're like, what's their goal differential? Yeah. So. Yeah, and we're doing pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, we're right there. I would say, despite the loss, uh, we're we're you know our our plus minus you know our goals for goals against ratio is is good as long as it's not against Vegas in Vegas. It's just. I mean, say it's only minus one. That's the thing. Like the Flames seem to be this year, at least, always in it. Mm-hmm. They're they're right there. They're losing by a goal, OT loss. You know, yeah. or if it's a regulation loss, they just didn't tie it mm-hmm. late. We haven't had a blowout yet. I thought the Flames were going to get blown out this game, but mm-hmm. they they clawed back, made it interesting. You know, so it's Daryl Sutter hockey, man. It is. It, it's a playoff style, and I love it. Yeah. I, if they can make it to the playoffs, and it looks like they will, but mm-hmm. it's a long season. 
nothing's guaranteed. You never know what's going to happen. But if they make it to the playoffs, I'm I would have more hope than I've had in the past. Let's just say that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Tanev and Markstrom as our studs. Yeah, Shillington, and we have a lot of rookies too that are pressing. You know, like they're pressing the. Valimaki's gone down to the AHL. And... Oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, we're we pushing we could, an hour here, buddy. We could. We could, but we're pushing an hour here. Do you want to pull through? Yeah, let's talk about Valley. Okay, we'll push through. Let's talk we'll about the Stockton through. boys. What's happening? What's happening in the Stockton is I heard Jakob Peltier is like top six in league scoring right now. They're tops and they're in, rookie. in the division too, I believe. Yeah, they're 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 having a good year. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The well, look at the talent they added: Zari, Pelletier, um, Wolf. <laughs> that's you know you kind of equate equate Tanev and Markstrom. Well, that's the AHL equivalent, I'd say, of adding that kind of talent to your team. I think they're thirteen two and something. Hold on. Yeah, which is crazy. Let me look it up here. Is Zari playing now? Is he back? Yeah, nice. Okay, he's 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 having a he's having a not as good of a start, but he is coming off a. He was injured, yeah. So they they won today, or Mm -hmm. sorry, no, they didn't play today. I don't think. Hold on. Yeah, just looking at Dustin's. They won last stats here. Three two. Yeah, looking at Dustin's stats here. 206 goals against average, 11 games played, 935 save percentage. Yeah, stud. Oh, yeah. He's he's right up there with the tops of the goalies in the league. Yeah. Um, funny enough, like a lot of the top goalies are rookies this year in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like, yeah, no, it's... I mean, you look at skater stats and Peliche's eighth in total points. Five behind the leader as a rookie. He's third place for rookie scorers. Uh, Paranu, I can't pronounce his name. The, the, the Blues prospect, the defenseman. And then uh, Jack Quinn, um, hmm. who is 24 points in 17 games. Um, but still, a great start for Pelletier. I hope he can transfer that to the NHL and... Valimaki has had three points in two games, I believe, since going down, which is good. I hope he continues that trend and just develops a little bit of confidence, gets a little bit of game speed, and can be called up and be a contributing they, member of the Flames, right? Yeah. Yeah, they had all they had Michael Stone in tonight, I guess over Nikita Zadorov. And Rizichka in finally for Tyler Pitlick. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I I'm I was happy with that decision to be honest. I mean, I, I think Yuso needs to play. He's only gotten into one game I think this year for us. Yeah, even Sutter said that too, right? Yeah, and uh, I think it's it's a good it's a good opportunity for him, and he I hope he takes this the right way, and it, it does it does look like he he is. I mean, he's he understands that he needs to get his confidence back, he needs to get his game speed back, and there's really no better place to do that than in the AHL. I mean, you know, Cole Caulfield went down 
for the Montreal Canadiens. And when he came back up, he was very forthcoming with how he embraced it and understood that it was good for his development. You know, this is a guy who's never played in the AHL, right? He jumped right up to the NHL and then he had a flurry of injuries that kept him out for like 300 days. Like he, he didn't play hockey for a long, long time. Um, and you know, it's that, that catches up to you that, that hurts your development. And if he can go to Stockton, gain his confidence, feast on some points, I think he'll be back up pretty quickly. Yeah. I like Valimac, you had such promise and I think Sutter really nailed it on the head. Like he's like, yeah, this was bestowed on him. Mm-hmm. He, he said that and it makes a lot of sense, right? Like he came to the playoffs and was really good. Like he, he looked amazing to be honest. Yeah. And um, this year specifically, like he's, he's been in the NHL, but he has been our worst forward. Like if you look at it, you know, ignoring the names, look at the stats, look at everything. He's been our worst forward. Or sorry, worst defenseman. Defenseman. Yeah. Um so yeah, like Zdorov is gonna start over you because you haven't been good enough. And then he complained, you know, and you know, and then he gets sent down because he hasn't been playing and he needs to play, which I agree with. Like he needs to just get game time. And and maybe starting in the in the AHL is a great idea because he's gonna get twenty to thirty minutes a night down there probably. I don't know his ice time splits right now, but you would think as an NHLer going down to the A, he's going to get a lot of ice time for sure. Oh, yeah. Penalty kill, power play, play, all those things. Yeah, being a top prospect of of the organization still. um, He's going to get a lot of time, and I hope he capitalizes, and he's a point per game right now, and points are in everything, but for Valimaki, I think... I, feel, I, just, I don't know. I get a vibe. That's where a lot of the confidence come from. His offensive production. Yeah, because, I would um, say so. And he, he's not even touted as a as an offensive defenseman, but um, you know, historically. But I think I, I don't know. It's just a gut feel that he gets a lot of his his mojo from there when he can put up offense. But yeah, let's let, let's send him down. I would honestly keep him down for the entire year. Just bring him up maybe at the end of the year, bring him up in the playoffs if he's had a great year and we, maybe we need the depth. But um, he just needs some of that swagger back and he needs to get the the right mindset of earning earning it back. And Yeah, I think it's a good choice sending him down and keeping him there. And um, I'm surprised at how good the Stockton Heat are doing and i hope they continue honestly i think keeping pelletier down there for the entire i don't really want to see pelletier called up to be honest i want to just see him stay down there you know the detroit model like keep keep prospects longer maybe than you think they need to be down there and bring them up and put them in a role where where they can actually succeed in the nhl you know the prospects are ready and they can come provide offense in the top six or top nine role. 
and then move up from there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I I was I'm surprised by the fact that you want to keep Yuso down there all season. Um, but I suppose that does kind of make sense. I mean, if if we don't need him, I suppose we can make do with Zadorov and um Michael Stone. I mean, we are paying Zadorov 3.75 million dollars. Um, I mean, combined they're making 4. Two five, four point five. Um, Isn't Stone getting seven fifty? Oh, he's entry level basically. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, together they're making four point five. So I mean, yeah, it makes sense that you know we keep them up there. I mean, Yuso's making one point five five, but if he's waivers exempt, so you can keep him down there all year if you'd like and bring him up whenever. Yeah, but. It's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, I think it's a good idea. I, you're right. He needs to. He just needs to play. Like he just needs to play twenty, twenty five minutes a night. He's got to get the. He's just got to get his timing down. Like you could see it when he was out on the ice, even in the preseason, in that one game that he's played so far. Um, he just looked off. Like he doesn't. He didn't yeah. look like himself at all. No, he looks slow and and off. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, hesitant with the puck, and didn't really, didn't really know where he was supposed to go. Um, defensively, he was kind of all over the place. So yeah, I think I think you're right. I think he does get a lot of his confidence from from his offensive game. Because um, he's yeah, even when he first came up in the playoffs, he was making those breakout passes. He was very confident with the puck. Uh, you saw none of that this year when you watched him play. So I think time in the AHL is going to be good for him. And I think that's where he needs to be, to be honest. So, um, yeah, keep him down there. They were a good team so far this year. Let them, you know, kind of grow together and, and, and play hockey together and just have fun. I mean, that's, that's that, at the end of the day, that's all it is, right? It's, it's a game that oh, yeah. you're playing and you got to have fun doing it. Yeah, it sounds kind of a little bit childish saying it like that, but like mm. even last year, like people were noticing like Johnny, like when when they scored, he didn't look like he was having fun. No, and and, and it seems so minor, but like man, the energy that you get when you're when you're having a good time, it, it can make a difference. Like the NHL is a tight league, and just a little bit of a boost, in whatever aspect of the game, whether it's mental, physical, whatever. It can be the difference. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's he looks like he's having fun again this year. You don't see any comments about that this year. So, mm-hmm. anyway, it can make a difference. So, yeah, Valimaki, go down there. I just want to see him have a good year. Just gain that confidence back again, like like Sutter said. Just earn it. Get back to that earning mentality and not that, you know, like oh, you've already earned it, which he really hasn't. Like frankly like he had a good couple of games and um in the playoffs and in the regular season as well but not a sustained earn it strategy like Rick Rasmus Anderson for example who has really worked his way up the lineup into yeah. a top two role or Oliver Shillington yes exactly like right. Oliver Shillington who struggled to get ice time for years here so yeah mm-hmm. 
and now he's a he's. I mean, he had a giveaway. I mean, people were looking at that goal today. I think the third goal as Shillington's yeah. fault. I disagree with that. I think he kept the play alive in the offensive zone, and mm-hmm. um, you know he was back on the play, and the back checkers were kind of lost. Like if the yeah. back checking was smarter, Trevor Lewis would have taken the only guy there, which was the guy who scored. Because mm-hmm. um, both Tanev and Trevor Lewis were kind of in the same. Trevor Lewis went went for a dive, I guess, to try to block it. Um, and yeah. then Tanev was kind of stuck in the middle of no man's land. Like that should have been an easy no goal play, to be honest, today. Mm-hmm. Um, because like we had two back checkers, and none of them covered the, any of the two fake <laughs> players. Like really, they just didn't. <laughs> it's what yeah. happened. So. Anyway, Shillington has earned a spot. He's in the top four. Um, Valimaki can get there. He's not a lost prospect. He's still very young. He's what, 21, 22? 23. But still. That's super young, man. Yeah. It absolutely. is, for, especially for a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. And, and he's had, what, two lost years of development. Yeah. He's had two year long injuries. So, yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Lots yeah, of man. Hope. For him, so hopefully he has a good year in, in the A, and I want him to stay. And uh, he's he's part of the future. He's not. I don't think he's a solution for this year. Where we kind of have to. I mean, I've I've said a lot, but I feel like we have to go for it this year, just with our contract status. I don't think we're going to have as deep of a team as we're going to have in the next couple of years. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you for sure. I mean, he's it's. We got to go for it. Got to risk it for the biscuit, you know? Hey, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win a cup. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, this is the best chance. You know, it is. Like, we have three top tier players looking for new contracts. <laughs> Where are we going to get the money? Well, it's going to cost depth. Yeah. That, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So the Flames have an upcoming game, their last of the road trip on Tuesday against the San Jose Sharks. And then they're back at home for two against the Chicago Blackhawks and the Boston Bruins. Sorry, not the Chicago Blackhawks. They play Carolina and Boston at home, and then they go to Chicago um, on the 13th. But we'll talk to you guys before then. And yeah, we'll catch you guys on Thursday, December the 9th. I can't believe it's already December. Um, happy December, everybody. And we, if you're still with us, hey, thanks for listening, Austin. We appreciate you. Thanks, if Austin. you could, yeah, thanks, Austin. If you could share us on Twitter, <laughs> send us, why don't you tell your friends to listen to us, Austin? That'd be great. Tell your work buddies. All you listeners out there too, tell your friends, tell your work buddies, bring your mom. We'd really appreciate it. Get at us on Twitter. Show us some love at Blasty's Corner. And we will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Peace, everybody. Go Flames, go. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.